Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode one hundred and eighty-three. That is, if you read it backwards. Hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I guess. I guess yeah. so. Yep, three hundred eighty-one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it would be episode 183. Uh, you that know everything about the podcast while while I talk, what was episode 183 about? I have no idea. You that knows everything <laughs> about this podcast. I don't remember. I, that might have been... <laughs> just like generally by number time, that would have been around the mm-hmm. time Tilly left. Somewhere around the mid 100s, right? I would think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that I could, I could so, be yeah. totally wrong. It could have been the early 100s. I have no idea. Yeah. Me don't know either. I can How's look back, your... but uh, yeah. that would take a second, and I don't think we need to. So there, yeah. No, we don't need to. Uh, how's your week been? Uh, mm, pretty okay. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, not bad, but not good. So better than uh, mine, I'm assuming. I'm home, by the way. You can hear that. Oh, right, uh, yeah. Of, that's that's good. Yes. Because of the quality of the microphone, you can hear hear, hear that. But uh, I come home with two things. Uh, I come home with a fucking toothache that is, uh, have kept me awake for one day. And also... Uh, being very stressed because of uh, the toothache. Have I mentioned the toothache? Uh, you have a toothache, yeah. Um, yes, yes. I have really good teeth. I can't really... Uh, I can't really feel for you here, because I never really had a toothache, and that's not even a joke. <laughs> so, hmm. sorry, sorry to not empathize, but I can't. I just can't. I've had... Is it pre-cavities before where like we went to the dentist and they were like oh you could mm-hmm. possibly get a cavity here uh mm-hmm. so we're gonna uh what are the they just like do a little drilling just to make sure i've had that happen mm-hmm. twice i guess but it never was like a toothache level of like that i've never been i've never had that so what i have used most of my time on other than my toothache is my internet because uh, I bought a new router, okay? Just to make clear, I bought a new router. In my wall, I have a modem that is totally okay. Uh, and I have a router that was given me uh, by the uh, internet provider of my internet. Sure, yeah. Okay? And I wanted a new router because uh, I want to close down some sites and I can't do that because uh, my internet provider does not allow me access to their router like I I, I, I can't do whatever I want with their router uh, and I I, I, kind I mean of you understand could that. block certain websites in your browser though right yes on my browser but the problem is that I use like 
uh, three three different right, devices. Right, you have to go through everything, yeah, and do it manually right. on each device in each browser yes. that you use. Like, you probably... I yeah. use three different browsers on this one computer, so... Right. Right, okay. For example. Yeah, so for me, it would be easier just to have one router where I just block Just block everything. it coming in. Right, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was as simple that I could just... Uh, go from my modem into my router uh, without it, any hassle. It should be. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Okay. Uh, but my internet provider was like, no, 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 you can't do that. You have to go through our router to have your router up and going. And I was like, why the fuck do I need two routers? <laughs> and uh, and the guy on the other side of the the phone, he said, "I don't know." And I said, "I'm very happy that you, as an internet provider, don't understand why I need it." Well, he's just a customer That's... service guy. He's not like, <laughs> well, maybe he's a tech, but you know, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, I call tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that took uh, three quarters of of an hour. Uh, so I finally uh, set it up. Uh, so, the strange thing with my Netgear new new thing there was uh, that it also had a satellite, and I I I don't have a big enough apartment where a satellite is is needed to to be hundred uh, to be hundred present fair i don't live in a fucking mansion right so <laughs> a satellite is a little over over well sometimes if you have like a, a place that has like concrete walls that can also mm -hmm. because like the it'll block the signal so even if you have a small place that's like brick or concrete having one of those can be useful sure. but if not then yeah it's silly if you have an apartment yeah. it's a little it's it's a uh, like Putting butter on 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 bacon, yes. Sure, right. <laughs> so uh, I had to set set up this satellite. I had to set up the satellite for the modem to work. And the, sorry, for the router to to work. Okay. How insanely stupid is that? That seems unnecessary. Yeah. Yes. So that took three hours and. And configuring and things that everything out and yeah, so I used I used a day to put out my router that would normally take like five minutes for other people. So that's what I did the first day I came home from the hospital. At least I had something to do, right? I guess so. It just seems yeah. uh, that there would be easier ways to do that. Like maybe they just uh. Uh, give you a modem that would work with your router or but maybe right. the, the whole thing is they need they want the access to the information that your routers get or their routers getting that's also a possibility like and also they're selling your data is what i'm yeah. saying yeah 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 uh, and w what is also a little funny is because my 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 first router i can i can have the wireless internet on there as well as my new internet. Oh well, yeah, because they're both yes. they're both connected to each other. Makes sense. <laughs> so I was like, I want to turn that off. How do I turn that off? Have you and just tried plugging both routers into the modem instead of having <laughs> it go from like one router to the other router? Have it go? Just have both going yes. into the modem. 
Yeah. You tried that? That didn't. That yeah, didn't that work. Didn't work. That's so yeah. strange. Okay. Whatever. Isn't it? Yeah. It's obviously they have some kind of <laughs> uh, system set up so where it's a priority in their in their system for the router to be connected to the modem. Yeah. Um, like maybe it's a safety protocol so that people don't hook in like weird uh third you know off uh off brand yeah, things but, specifically but maybe for like look. to avoid people yeah. trying to like uh bitcoin mine and things like that maybe i don't know sure but i uh, here, here here's here's uh, uh I, I know this will surprise you a lot but i'm not the nsa <laughs> right yeah they don't know that <laughs> I'm not off fucking FBI. I know that surprises you a lot, Luke, but... Yeah, but, but they, <laughs> the people at your internet... <laughs> your internet people don't know that. They have no idea, so... Maybe I should listen to our podcast. Uh, hey, uh, our favorite person of the world, GC uh, Max, uh, says that she believes that Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. Well, at least I agree with... Jismax on something. A uh, convicted sex trafficker, Jislaine Maxwell, has claimed that disgraced late financier Jeffrey Epstein was murdered in prison in an interview with a British broadcaster that aired last Monday. The Oxford ex educated daughter of uh, late press baron Robert uh, Maxwell uh, is being held in a Florida penitentiary. Uh, the autopsy concluded it was a suicide by hanging, although the 66-year-old sudden death fueled widespread controversy and conspiracies. Uh, the former socialite Maxwell said in a series of jailhouse interviews that aired on Britain's talk TV, uh, I believe that he was murdered. I was shocked. Then I wondered how it happened. Um, so, yeah, she, she... I mean, I think everybody thought he was murdered, right? I don't think it's strange. Yes. Um... It says here Maxwell opted against apologizing to victims during the interviews. Uh, she said Epstein has died and they should take their disappointment and upset out on the authorities that allowed this to happen. <clears throat> I hope they have some closure via the judicial process that took place. Uh, and I wish them to be able to have a productive and good life moving forward. I guess that's pretty nice from a lady who, like, groomed children, but... Yeah... It's like interviewing Corella Deville about animal abuse, welfare. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I feel I, I, I feel sorry for other dogs. Those hundred and one Dalmatians. I'm not going to say sorry for, but. Uh, and then she also, uh, in the interview, she again said that the photograph with her and Prince Andrew was fake, which we've heard that before. But she repeated yes. that in this interview. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, that's a little strange that she would say mm -hmm. that's fake, but then, uh, I guess, I mean, she didn't say he was killed. She said, I believe he was killed. And, and then she said people should blame the authorities for killing him for not, for people not getting justice, which that, I mean, that could be true if the, you know, yeah. conspiracy theories are correct that we all believe literally everybody. I, I. I I don't think I have met a single person that believes Jeffrey Epstein really committed suicide. I yeah, I would like to meet somebody who is like 
<laughs> a defensive of the New York State uh, criminal or uh, jail system yeah. in that in, the, in yeah. that scenario. Somebody who's like those two, two those two uh, jail guards they they got way too um, much flack mm-hmm. for that. You know they they mm-hmm. were just trying to do their job, bro. Mm-hmm. Totally. Hey, look, what is it with people uh, that has been in government that can't? fucking keep classified documents at their office. Why is this all of a sudden now a problem? I don't even... I think it's always been a thing, and I feel like it's now being used as, like, a political football to be thrown back and forth. Like, look, Trump did it, and then, oh, look, we saw Biden do it, and actually Biden did it three times, and then all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. well, Pence also did it, and you're like, it feels less, like, abnormal... In the sense that I mm-hmm. feel like this happens all the time, probably, um, mm-hmm. and in more that like it's being used in the press by both the Democrats and the Republicans to kind of throw back and forth at each other. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, understand what you mean. Yeah, not that it's not bad. It's just I feel like no, it is. It's more yeah. uh, common than maybe we thought before the before all of this. Um, uh, for me, j- just before we start uh, this, it also smells of incompetency f- from everybody's side. Like, I, I, I think Biden was in- incompetent, I think Trump was incompetent, and I also think Pre- Pence was uh, incompetent. I don't I, even know I if would... it's that. There's a possibility in my mind, mm. excuse me, that there's just not enough clarity on classified versus declassified documents right and that gets so confusing as to what what is right and what is wrong to take or what to leave like everybody's just confused and they're not necessarily incompetent they just don't know what the rules are you know what i'm saying but that is kind of the definition of incompetent if you don't know what the fucking rules are you are well if the rules are so confusing nobody can understand them then is is it incompetence well yeah well, that's 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 uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that, my, I guess that that's is, my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, documents marked classified were discovered at the former U.S. Vice President Mike and Mike Pence's Indiana home last week. And that being said, I'm not trying to defend Mike Pence. I'm just saying, like, right, right. There's yes. c- there is could be an explanation for all of this. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he turned the classified records over to the FBI. The attorney. J- Oh, Greg Jacobs sent a letter to the National Archives on January 18th, notifying them of the documents. The discovery puts Pence in the company of his former boss and former President Donald Trump, as well as President Joe Biden, after documents with classified markings were found at both of their residences. Jacobs Mm. said the letter dated January 18th to the National Archives out of an abundance of caution that Pence had engaged outside consul outside counsel to review records stored at his home. So it seems yeah, like that, that, after that the seems, Trump yeah. thing and after the Biden thing, he was like, I better yeah. double check. Cause if I, yeah. if I do get caught, I'm going to be in deep shit. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe every politician that's, at, you know, at a certain level should, should be checking that right now. I suppose if I, if I was somebody mm-hmm. who even like, uh, just had any kind of documents, like, I would be wanting to double check right now just to make sure I don't get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I'm 
I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, even Obama had, had things like this, but people weren't, weren't occupied about it because, yeah. Well, I mean, that's it just it. Are we going to, is that going to come out next week? Is it going to, you know? Right. Are we going to start seeing, oh, this person has documents, that person has, do-. like, it's going to, it seems like almost just a big distraction kind of, of, like, other right. things. Yes, I, 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 I think it's a big distraction. I mean, it definitely could be a like a problem if if the documents are like a certain level of like classified. But if it's just mm-hmm. something that's been classified for us, just whatever reason, that's not really that in big of a deal. I don't know what that would be, but you know, you know, there's levels of like how bad this is when the trump thing initially happened the first thing everybody heard about is like oh there were nuclear nuclear secrets in there yeah yeah and then we haven't heard anything since about any of these documents like how actually you and that's just it we never can hear about how actually because they're classified right so right yeah yeah it's almost that's the definition of classified right so we're like we're left kind of like (laughs) just having to assume oh they must be really bad because they're classified and so there's no level of like oh this this one is this bad and this one is that bad it's just they're all classified like they're Mm -hmm. all inherently bad then and it's i don't know um it seems like there needs to be more transparency about that to me I also wish there was a way of getting to know, like, what what is uh, what is deemed as classified and what is not deemed as classified. I, that's just it. That changes you, all the yeah. time, and I think that's yeah. a problem. That's the problem I was talking about earlier of like how confusing it can be. Is like when the what's classified and what's not is just constantly changing. Right. If you grab a document that's not classified and then it gets classified two years later, is then, is it it, it being in your possession at that point illegal? Like, I don't know. There's just, I, I guess I'd need to do more research into those rules, but I think the biggest thing is that it's being used by both sides as like a political uh, ploy at this point, more than they they are concerned right. about national security or something like that, right? I I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, let's let's say uh, it was information that the king of Norway liked his ice cream uh, away. It, it, like, is that classified? Is that not classified? Is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, That's I guess it depends right. on how detailed that is. Like, is it saying yeah. he he gets his ice cream at 11 p.m. every night right before bed? Right. Like, it's <laughs> it's information that you could use to, like, actually yeah. murder the king of Norway? Then maybe that would mm-hmm. be classified. See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, no, it's 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 weird because we don't know where the level of classified is. Like, I because like you said, that changes every time. It changes according to who's in power and and what is classified and what is not classified. Yeah, we we don't actually know what classified documents means. Like, is it really dangerous? Or is it just the information that would be kind of weird if it got out? I think or that makes it easy a to use. Embarrassing, this. or 
I think yeah. it makes it easy to use this as a political tool because everything is classified. It's just yeah. like if you have those, it's bad, right? So there's like a baseline yeah. level where like you you can continuously attack people for this, and they never there's never there can never be an explanation because it's classified, right? I think I have a solution. Look, okay. What would what we do is that everything that is classified we put behind some leopard tanks and we shoot people that tries to steal the classified doc documents. We put the documents in the tank. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I've, Is that that's a good idea? Not really, because you can drive a tank, so then if somebody got oh, a hold yeah. of the tank, they'd have all the documents, and not only would they have oh. all the documents, hmm. they would be, they, they would have, have, have a, a tank. tank. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, hmm. Uh, well, uh, Germany is to send Leopard uh, tanks to Kiev, allowing others to do so. It, this seems like things are excelling. Uh, what is it called again? Excelating? Ex Escalating. There you go. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Definitely escalating, because we're going to cover another story right after this, but the German Chancellor has decided to send Leopard 2 battle tanks to Ukraine to allow other countries and to allow other countries such as Poland to do so as well, which Poland already had wanted to, but Germany was like, mm -hmm. we can't, so now Poland is also going to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. and while the U.S. may supply Abrams tanks, two sources familiar with the matter told Reuters, oh, well, we this morning found out that despite concerns, U.S. to send 31 Abrams tanks to Ukraine, so... It looks like we're getting tanks from at least three countries right now, Poland, Germany, and the U.S. Uh, Biden announced Wednesday that the U.S. will send 31 Abrams tanks to Ukraine, reversing months of persistent arguments that tanks were too difficult for Ukrainian troops to operate and maintain. Is that the problem? Is that the issue? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not in my Or is it starting a nuclear war? Is that probably a bigger deal than the fact yeah. that... Uh, they're like, yeah, but we could lose all this, uh, all these tanks that are going to get blown up, right? That's the thing yeah. that they're thinking about. We're going to lose money, is what they're thinking. Do you smell that? Uh, it, it, it's, it smells a little like World War Three uh, just around the corner, doesn't it? It smells a little like this is fucking going the wrong way, doesn't it? I mean, this is turning into an actual, like, legit ground war, like, yes. where before it was airstrikes that were happening and yes. stuff, now we're getting yes. tank, like, on on the ground, troops on the ground with tanks and shooting each other, and uh, where, bef not, not, at, at definitely at the uh, first bunch of months of this, it was all just uh, mm -hmm. distance fighting with the uh, rockets and things like that, where now... It's an actual ground war that's happening, and, uh, you know, this it, the escalation is just going to continue if uh, from here, because it means that other countries are going to follow suit with the U.S. and yep. the U U.K. and Poland and Germany. So, uh... And oh, guess what? If I was Putin, and I was a little bit crazy... I would see this as a... as a... 
little like, hey, fuck you, Russia, and I would think, hey, uh, I am not sure I like this, and I would think as Putin, I would probably ex accelerate, Jesus Christ, that is hard for me to say, uh, uh, get even more harder on the war. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm seeing here, Netherlands and Sweden will also send hundreds of tanks and heavy, heavy, heavy mm. armored vehicles to fortify Ukraine as it enters a new phase of war and attempts to break through the entrenched Russian lines. See, so they're they're trying to go into Russian territory, is what they're saying. Into Russian territory. This is a fucking bad idea, according to me. It says here the U.S. has more than 4,000 Abrams uh, in stock, but still does not have excess stock, according to the White House. <laughs> Which means we don't have yeah. enough tanks yet. Uh, we don't have... Yeah, you know. so you better send some to Ukraine. Well, no, what that means is they're going to get a weapons manufacturer to produce more tanks. I, 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 yes. Right. I did Which I just read an article this morning that the... <laughs> rocket manufacturers are increasing productivity because the Ukrainians are using so many rockets of ours that now are, uh, which guess what is good for who? Arms manufacturers. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Lockin they need Mart Lockin Martin. Lockin Martin is like smiling very, very hard right now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. their stockholders more like it. <sighs> Jesus Christ. How stupid is this? But speaking of Sweden. Mm, Finland's top diplomat oh, yeah. hints at joining NATO without Sweden. It, yeah, why? Why can't? Why can't I join? Join the? You ask. Why? Why is there a problem with Sweden? Finland's foreign minister suggested Tuesday that country may consider joining NATO without neighboring Sweden, which they they had talked about uh, doing it together. We talked about this right when it mm -hmm. first happened that they wanted to do it jointly to avoid. Uh, Russia getting mad at one specific country. That's what I remember, right? Is that correct? Yes, but uh, it's but, it's all because of fucking Turkey's pre president Erdogan. Everything is in shambles right now. It says here on Monday, Turkish president warned Sweden against not uh, again. Oh, warned Sweden again not to expect support for its application following weekend protests in Stockholm by anti-Islam activists and pro-Kurdish groups. Asked a day later whether it still made sense for Finland to proceed w with the Swedes. Uh, uh, who is this? Uh, oh, the, the this is the uh, prime minister of Finland said. Um, Sorry, I lost my. Oh, evaluating the situation. If it turns out that the Swede that Sweden's application is stalling for a long time to come, uh, he later told reporters in the parliament that his comments were imprecise and that Finland's ambition ambition to enter NATO jointly with Sweden remains unchanged. So they still okay. Right, but uh, here's the problem. There is, like I said, Erdogan from 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 uh, a little co country called Turkey is probably going to be the one that stops uh, Sweden to come in, into NATO. And then Finland kind of has to go in without uh, Sweden because 
It does not seem like a dictator. Yes, Ergon is a dictator. You can look at look that up if you really want to. But but a madman like Ergon is not going to all of a sudden like turn around and allow Sweden uh, to be a member of NATO. Right, and I guess the first question that a lot of people would be asking: Well, why is why is Turkey allowing Finland and not Sweden? Uh, is because Erdogan slammed Swedish authorities for allowing Quran-burning demonstrations within the country, uh, yep. and Turkey is very Muslim country uh, there, mm-hmm. as far as the government goes, and that's it. That's the whole reason, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, now, uh, Turkey has gone from being a quite okay liberal country to be one of the strongest Islamic states in 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 uh, uh, in that area of 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 the world. Uh, it's it's kind of so sad uh, to see how Erdogan has destroyed his country more or more more or less. No wonder they are getting UFOs, right? Yeah, because the photos and videos show a glowing UFO cloud. Hovering over a town in Turkey. Uh, mm-hmm. Like how I set up the news here. So it went boom, 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 boom. Uh, mm-hmm. A glowing rose-colored cloud spotted in Bursa, a province in Turkey. Meteorologists say that the lenticular cloud explains the UFO-like shape. Uh, in fact, the rosy round cloud spotted hovering above a town in Turkey has stunned locals and social media users uh with its concave appearance, several photos and videos captured the glowing cloud floating atop of houses, roads, and mountains against the backdrop of gradient skies on January 19th. Mm. Uh, meteorologists have identified the occurrence uh, as a lenticular cloud, a phenomenon that is commonplace in locations with tall mountains. I actually mm. saw one, something that looked very much like this when I was going snowboarding one time, like, above a mountain, actually, so, uh... Yeah, and I, I'm not sure, I, 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 I think it looks like a UFO, I think it looks like a sky thing, cloud thing. You don't think it looks like a UFO, you just think it looks like a cloud, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, it looks yeah. really cool, it definitely looks like, it not looks like a cloud cool. yeah. that you would normally see, it looks like a cloud maybe designed by George O'Keefe, possibly? Yes. That's all. Yeah. I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. That's a, I think that's a very good reference. I think people will, if they understand the reference, will will. You don't even have to see the picture at that point. You'll just know what it looks no. like. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks exactly like that. Hey, here's the thing I have been thinking a lot about. So you know how Republicans in the states are so incredibly. Against abortion, right? Right. Yeah, they need uh, they need human cattle to work in their factories. So, right. Do you think any Republicans masturbate? Of course. I mean, there's the whole no fap thing now that seems to have uh, somehow come out of uh, the internet. But uh, I think even a lot of those people do. I I think I think I think. If you really, really, really think about it, 
We kill billions and billions and billions of children every day around the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. not even on purpose, most of them, but yes. <laughs> what do you mean, not on purpose? I mean, most of them, not on purpose, is what I mean. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, I don't want children. Uh, I, I, I help the world by killing... Uh, all the children that comes out of mine, my body. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I I I help the world that way. Uh, we are. Do you all think a no fap? You think those no fap guys get mad if they have a wet dream because they're like, "Fuck, <laughs> I'm so weak, such a weak loser." <laughs> I mean, it's gonna happen if you don't. <laughs> You know what I mean? If you don't have sex or jerk off, you're going to end up having that it happen to you. So. <laughs> but what? Oh, sorry. Uh, but what will they have wet dreams about? Uh, I, I, I was going to say Andrew Tate, but. Andrew Tate. <laughs> That's probably true. Anyway. Steven uh, Crowder. Is, Steven Crowder. There was like, oh, he wants 50 more millions. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah. Way? Yeah, I've got it yeah, on my yeah, list of things uh, to talk about yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Tron is going to tell the truth. Have your children. Hello, this is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. The birth rates in the West is going down. More and more people have only one child, maybe two. That means fewer people. Some people are concerned about that, like conservatives, because they want people to get more children, more and more and more, work more and more and more. So they make those funny title idols like grow big families, work harder, work longer, say no to unions, blah, 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 blah. And I say, tell them to shut the fuck up. You have been cutting down the benefits for years. You've been cutting down the wages for years. And people are tired of working themselves to death. During the pandemic, well, it's still going on, but the worst part of the pandemic, a lot of people get some time off. And while people get some time off, they've been able to think, discuss, and reevaluate their lives. Why in the fuck should they work their asses off for the, for the economy when 1% on the top don't want to do that? They want the system to go on because they benefit on it. But nobody else do. I'm fucking tired of living up the day ideals. I'm gonna have a child, one, because I have no time and I can't afford. If the conservatives want people to get more children, they have to, well, better birth benefits. Well, maybe some time off with a child or things like that. There are a lot of things they can do, they choose not to do it because they want all the money and they want people to work 24-7. That's what they want. They want to control the holy fucking shit show where you're getting fucking zero or nothing. In the future, they, they, really need, they say they will need more people to do the jobs. No, that's not how it works. Not exactly. Because there will be a lack of people. But the people are left, they can say, we don't need this bullshit anymore. If you want us, you have to pay more. And they can't because 
they need people. They have not a lot of people to choose from. So if they want people to do their shitty jobs, they have to pay them accordingly. That's what the reason is. They want it all and they want to share nothing. They want to have control and the only thing to hold people quiet is on bread and fucking circus. Our people live the life they want. If you want four, three, three, four children and work your asses off, go ahead. But I think the best big thing is these people get less children, less burden on the planet. We are always soon eight billions anyway. When I grew up in the 80s, we were four. Yeah, that's double the population. So we don't need more people in the world. Get less children, less. Say fuck the conservatives, fuck the Wall Street, and fuck the oligarchs. We need a new world for us, not for them. They can live and rot in Switzerland or any for shit tax-free heaven. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. That was uh, Tron uh, telling the truth. Thank you, Tron. Thank you, Tron. Do you want to hear a disgusting story that I all, all of a sudden came into my mind of a guy I knew in college? Maybe. Maybe not, but okay. Okay. So, I, I am going to anonymize his name. Let's call him Magnus. That's that's a nice Norwegian name. He he <laughs> he, he he jerked off in in those uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, glasses you have uh, jam in jam jam glasses. Okay. And 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 when they were. F- Filled, they he put it on his, his on his like bookshelf, and was actually sparing them. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why mm-hmm. you would do that. Uh, That's a pretty disgusting story. <laughs> like he was displaying them to like show to people, or like he just. I I, I he was very curious about like. His sperm and everything, and 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 he was. I like, mean, yeah, I like I'm he wasn't to... hiding it. He was like displaying no, no, it no. on a shelf. Oh yeah, hmm. oh yeah. Okay. Uh huh. I know weird people. <laughs> I I just I feel like that's a one of those signs where maybe you should contact the authorities if you see something like that <laughs> happening. But maybe that's just me. Hey. Uh, look, I saw something. I hope, for God's sake, you saw. Okay. I saw Power Slap Road to the Title. Mm-hmm. On TBS. I am so happy that you saw this, because <laughs> when I watched this, I was like, this sounds something <laughs> looks, looks interesting. So Power Slap, it's it's the uh, world's premier slapping fighting organization. Well, that, and that, they are actually that is technically a lie because there's been multiple slapping organizations that have been around for many years. So I don't know how sure. they could be the 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 biggest one, right? You know what I'm saying? Right, but uh, they are sanctioned by the Nevada State Athletic Commission. So. And uh, have you heard of a guy called Dana White, maybe? No? Yeah. Maybe you have heard of UFC, maybe? I think he he beats his wife. Right. Yes. 
And uh, yes, this uh, is featuring competitors uh, across the globe battling for the ultimate stage to showcase their power techniques and resolve. Holy fuck, this was fun. Yeah, it was it was good. Uh, they were acting somewhat like it was weird because they were acting like, oh, this is a brand new thing in America, which it's not, mm -hmm. which it's strange that they would act like that when they also have the two guys who are the coaches who were mm -hmm. Americans who are famous for slap fighting. So, see what I'm saying? Like, it was a weird, like, d dance they had to play to be like... And then they even showed footage mm -hmm. of those two guys in Slap Fight Championship, which I would say is, mm -hmm. like, the actual premier slap fighting uh, league, I guess you would call it. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, there's been a lot of controversy from people who actually are in this, uh, who are like this sport already, because some of the uh, knockouts that they showed... Um, like they were like they say the rules are you're not allowed to have clubbing and then a lot of the knockouts mm -hmm. like they're hitting them right in the face with their palm you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh that they, they have these rules and they don't seem to enforce them if, if that makes sense mm -hmm. which is bad because you shouldn't like in a slap fight you shouldn't see a knockout like almost every match that's not right not normal right so uh something's going on where they're Bending the rules slightly to make it more exciting, but it's also more dangerous to the competitors, if that makes sense. Right. Mm. Yes. I mean, some of those knockouts but... were scary. The guy who, like, went uh, into full convulsions. Yes. Yeah. I, I was like, Ugh. Right. But uh, I didn't... I, I have to ask the expert of us, too, you. Did you recognize any of these people? Well, not they're not not you're not supposed to recognize any of these people, but I do know the two coaches, if that's what you mean. Okay, yeah, okay. But I've seen Slap Fight Championship because of yes. Moist Critical, and so I've seen those videos, and those guys have been in multiple Moist Critical videos, uh, and right. that's where I've seen most of it. Uh, I've definitely seen like they referenced the big twenty-seven round match that the two guys had against each other. Uh, mm -hmm. and I, I've seen at least the most of that, you know, as far as I've seen it clipped down, I guess. Um, so yeah, I've, I have a history w of watching this already. So going into this, mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I have a general idea of what it's going to be, but it was basically just, if you've seen slap fight championship, uh, a higher production value wise set. Uh, but then it's just the ultimate fighter reality show mm -hmm. put over the top of that where even in in the original ultimate fighter setup it was like you had to fight to get into the house you had to win your match and then you would get into the house or uh just really look impressive to the judges or the coaches i mean and that's what they did here they just took the mm -hmm. formula of original ultimate fighter and transferred it over to slap fight so the first episode and the second episode, just like in Ultimate Fighter, are never going to be that exciting because it's only going to be these crappy matches that aren't even in front of like a real crowd. And then the interesting part's going to start in episode three when they're actually living in the house, when you get the right. reality show bits. So right. I feel like watching two episodes of this, like we always say two episodes and you're out, you're never mm. going to get like a full experience. I feel like you're going to have to watch more of this, which also is a negative because 
yeah. this day and age of trying to like grab people's attention, that formula mm. of Ultimate Fighter that worked in when did that start? Two thousand five or something? Some something like so that, long yeah. ago. Like that, the, the way they did this first episode is not good uh, attention grabbing. It just because because of the empty arena and like the mm. people who clearly weren't weren't even experienced didn't ha know what they were doing as far as the rules go and it's like mm. there are already people out there like i said that are professional slap fighters and they chose to right. just find random ass you know people so yeah yeah anyway i'm going to give this uh uh four yeah. uh I'll probably give it a, a three. I feel like they should have brought the elements of the reality show House Bits in in the first episode if they oh, really wanted definitely. people yeah. to like watch I, this. I do. Yeah, yeah. I right. agree. Mm -hmm. Because I love Tough, and you know I love Tough. Right. And they changed the rules yeah. over the years to like acclimatize with the changing times of reality shows. Right. And this felt like yeah. they went back in time. So, uh... Speaking of something that's also controversial that you haven't seen, I don't think, but it's called the f the friend oh the real friends of WeHo. No, uh, if you don't know what WeHo is, it's West Hollywood, which is uh known as kind of like a a, a gay uh, mecca where like a lot of mm. like um, famous people and uh, people who there's lots of gay clubs and it's very open and uh, in that way um mm -hmm. it's about a bunch of celebrities basically who live in that area and it's just like any like real housewives show that's why it's called the real friends so it's kind of in that mm -hmm. same real housewives thing but uh one of the people that's in it is Todrick Hall who has uh, been in a lot of controversy already in the past um okay You'll remember him from Celebrity Big Brother. So I know you've seen this uh, guy before. Uh, he, he's he been accused... Well, there's been accusations of, like, sexual misconduct with this guy uh, towards some, like, employees. The, there's been a lot of different, like, rumors and thing, bad things that have come out about him. And for him to be in the show, a lot of people were upset to begin with. And then he came out with, like, a Instagram post being, like with this huge letter to people who didn't like the sh the first episode of the show. And then it became this mm. huge thing where now people are boycotting the show uh, mm. because they say that it doesn't, it's not representative of the LGBTQ plus community, even though they're saying that it is because if you actually watch it, the only it's a bunch of cis gay men, rich cis gay men. There's no, Nobody like there's one segment of the LGBTQ plus. The only people represented are the G. There's nobody. None. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So people are boycotting this show now, um, not from like the right, from the left, uh, which is super. You know, interesting. Uh, people are people are not happy with the them being represented by a bunch of rich celebrities. I think is the thing. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, <clears throat> uh, I could go down the weird, uh, wacky world of reality show, I guess. 
Oh, I should give this a, a score, yeah. by the way. I'll give it oh, a, a yeah. two. It's just as bad as any other Real Housewives. I think what I saw is it had a one out of ten on IMDb. Let me double check that and you go into mm -hmm. Well, we can uh, go to my favorite, uh, nor well, one of my favorite uh, series, Bling Empire. Well, Bling Empire, New York this time. Uh, this is not as good as normally. I love the normal Bling Empire. Uh, there's uh, three seasons of that uh, that I do recommend uh, from Los Angeles. I think problem here is that I don't really care about anybody in the show. In in the original, I, I was like, yeah, uh, I care about some some of the people I am I am actually invested in. All these people are rich and fucking boring. Well, there's the one uh, influencer girl. I think she's the the blonde. She's the most interesting yeah. person out of the whole thing. Is the one yes. character that we meet at the beginning who's coming from L.A., is she, fr is she yes. what, uh, from the original yes. cast of Bling Empire? That's yes. right. Yes. They don't really make yeah, that yeah, super yeah. clear, but I just assumed. Um, yes. I feel like they've gotten away from the concept of Bling Empire quite a bit. That's that's also one of my biggest problems right. with this. It, 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 it feels like a totally different show. Than, than the normal Bling I mean, the empire. original, like, the title itself was about a family yeah. who their empire was built off of jewels and, you know, selling uh, mm -hmm. jewelry. And now these people are just rich people. Like, they're just right. rich Asian people specifically, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, but, you yeah, know, I... I, I I uh, am actually two episodes and I'm out. I saw the first and the last episode. Uh, I didn't really like this. Uh, I will give it a three. I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's not one of those shows where you really have to see the last episode to like see the conclusion, or it's not like a. No, no. I I, I saw the first, uh, last episode because. Uh, I, I wanted to see if the love story in 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 oh, episode the, one the young yeah. the the guy who's like I'm not rich like the rest of them that guy right he yes. seemed pretty well off to me but uh yes <laughs> like like I said about uh, the show I was just saying the real friends of WeHo right now mm -hmm. four percent of Google users like it. 1.4 out of 10 on IMDb and then an audience Ooh. score on it doesn't have a tomato meter at all, but it mm -hmm. has a four percent audience score on Rotten Yikes. Tomatoes. So yeah, like I said, yeah, uh, it's not just controversial; it's also just a bad show. So there's that. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Where were we? You did bling. And yeah. So I give it a three. Uh, what do you, would you give it? I think a three is pretty good. Yeah. It's yeah. it's definitely just lost any kind of like direction as to like it's yeah it's a spin-off of a spin-off of a, of a spin-off it feels like right um like they seem to focus more on all the other characters than the one character you meet at the very beginning so right yeah but she's probably just not interesting uh mm. sh where should we go next i guess let's go accused i know you saw that 
I saw two episodes of that, yeah. I didn't because it came out last night, and so I yeah. haven't seen it yet. But, uh, yeah, the first, well, I should say what it's about. It's about a, a murder, not a murder. It's about a, I, I can't say anything because that would ruin the end of the first episode, wouldn't it? Um, it would, yes. It is a trial show. It's a. It's about a a person who a man who's on trial, and we find out that him and his son had a rocky relationship. That's what I'll say. Yes. Yeah, yes. that works. And uh, it, the very first episode, at least, uh, is shown from his perspective because at the very beginning of mm -hmm. the episode, it says Scott's point of view or something like that, or it just says Scott or something into that. Uh, Scott's story. Scott's. Yeah. Sto and then I'm assuming the next one is going to be like best story who's the wife or whatever um no it's a different case every time oh it's a different case every time oh okay yes well that's not as exciting for me i wanted to see another angle no. of this this story oh okay yes i also wanted that <laughs> um <laughs> so when i saw the second episode i was like huh this is a total different story okay so we well, don't it didn't really wrap up this story in the nope. first episode. Oh no, mm. that's kind of, that changes my whole like thought process of this show now. Okay, um, mm -hmm. I mean the acting was really good, but it's got a lot of really good actors. I mean it's very standard American uh, network television show as far as the camera work and mm. the dialogue and everything like that. But you mm -hmm. know the actors, as far as the quality of acting, was really good. The story's super mm. interesting. Um, a little demented, I, I guess. I love the story, yeah. But now that you say that we're not going to get any kind of, like... new, no. I guess that was the wrap-up to it. It yep. feels a little weird, so... I guess overall, I'm going to give it a... I'll probably give it a... Oh, God, I was going to give it, like, a 7. Now I'm going to give it a 5.5. I'm going to call this show Gosh, I Wish I Didn't Watch... Watch episode two. That is what I'm going to call this show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not only is the second episode totally not interesting, um, but holy fuck, I loved the first one. Based on episode number one, I would probably give it an, an, an eight, like no joke. I loved that story. It was so fucking intriguing, and it, uh, and there were some twists and turns that I didn't see coming mm -hmm. in that episode. Yeah. Without ruining anything, I didn't see it coming. And then I saw episode two. And episode two was really, really, really not that good. Uh, I would probably give that episode a three. Mm -hmm. So... Okay, eight and three. What is what is between eight and three, Luke? A five. Yeah, five. Yeah, this is on Fox, by the way. Okay. Uh, I think it's your turn, actually. Okay. Yeah, I saw Shanty Town. This is a Nigerian Netflix show. Okay. Uh, this is a crime show, but it's also, um, hmm, uh, how do I explain it without 
sounding extremely uh uh i i i liked it strangely enough it's a crime show it's a nollywood show i will say this that uh the acting in this is 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 pretty terrible um but i think the the story itself is kind of interesting, uh, especially episode one. I really liked uh, episode two. I was uh, eh, uh, back and forth on, but uh, it is about uh, a group of of um, prostitutes uh, that uh, tries to escape this crime lord, but because of uh, corruption and. Uh, blood uh, bond to the family uh, freedom is incredibly impossible to achieve okay and that is kind of, and it's very um it feels very authentic at the same time as it also feels extremely bad i mean it's it's i, I I feel uh, I feel with a, with more money and better acting this would be a better show but I was very I was very interesting in 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 the storyline even though I thought everything that was around it was pretty terrible uh I will give this a weird 5.5 and say you should at least try to watch it. I, I have never seen a Nollywood show before. I have seen a Nollywood movie with Luke, but mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, this this is this is weird and kind of yeah special. I I'm not sure I will recommend it, but uh, I I I'm definitely going to see more than two episodes. So there's that. I only saw one more thing, and we saw it together. So, anything else you saw besides that? Uh, yes, I did see. Uh, let me find. Uh, you caught me a little off guard there. Uh, Night Court. Uh, this is a remake of the. Yeah, when when was the original? That's a the eighties. Good eighties. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we follow uh, Abby Stone, the daughter of uh, Harry Stone, uh, that uh, like uh, follows in her father's footsteps, and uh, also uh, we uh, we get back Dan Fielding. I mean, I I I liked it. I I, I thought it was uh, perfectly. Uh, filled with nostalgia, uh, I l very much like the original. I'm one of the very, very few people that I know of that liked the original Night Court. I thought the original Night Court was very, very good. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I, I enjoyed this sitcom, actually. I will give it a six. Uh, another thing that I saw without you, and maybe what I will use the most uh, time you talking about is uh, the Last of Us. Oh uh, yeah. I saw the two. Yes, I finally got to see the first two episodes of this, 
Uh, I will say this. So I, I, I have only played the first game, just so everybody's clear. Mm-hmm. I have seen people play playing the, the second game, so I know the storyline of the second game. I have just not played it. Uh, but this follows the storyline of the first game, so I, I, I love the first game. Really, really good. Uh, this TV show is probably going to end up on my best list of the year list. I had it as my number one most anticipated of the year. I'm happy it is this good, to be honest. It is about uh, a modern civilization that has been destroyed. uh, And we follow uh, some uh, people, uh, namely a guy called uh, Joel, that is kind of a hardened, tough guy. And Ellie, that is a 14-year-old girl. Uh, that are uh, to 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 find this quarantine zone, and uh, yeah, what what seems to be a pretty easy small job uh, for this guy, uh, yeah, it turns into a pretty heartbreaking journey where they must traverse the U.S. and depend on each other for survival. Uh, very good acting. Uh, Pedro Pascal is amazing as Joel. Uh, Bella Ramsey is amazing as Ellie. Uh, very good acting from 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 other people that you would recognize mm-hmm. if you saw them. Uh, I will give this a nine point five of the two f- first episodes. I think it has uh, the ability to get even better, and I'm super excited that it this it is this good. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll check that out next week. Did you look it up on Google? No. Look up The Last of Us on Google. Okay. And then sc- do you see something at the bottom of the screen there in a little bubble? Uh, I'm not there any. Okay. I wasn't prepared. Google. Dot com. Uh, okay, and uh, then I have to search the. Oops, the last of us. Okay. Okay. What What was your question? And then look at the. Do you see something down at the bottom of the screen there? At the. Whole bottom at the uh, at the screen. When I when I look up the Last of Us, yeah. I get a little bubble that has a mushroom at the bottom. No. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, there it is. Yes. Okay, so click that, I guess. Okay. And then click it again. Oh, oh and then click oh, it again. That's cool. And then click it again. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. I just looked it up while you were talking, and I saw it, and I was like, why the fuck is there a mushroom down there? Oh, yeah. Super cool. I don't know how... I guess you can just keep clicking it, because I just keep clicking it. Yeah, you can. Yeah. It gets more and more, like, mushroom infested. Yeah, so I guess anybody who's listening to this and, like, 
I don't know, how long do you think this is going to be here? A few weeks? Uh, wait, yeah. What we're seeing is like there's a button at the bottom of the <laughs> Google search page for The Last of Us, and the more you click it, the more like it gets infe infected by mushrooms, take over the yeah. screen. Oh, you can still click things behind it, though. Oh, yeah, 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 you can, yeah. Huh, okay. And then if you X out, will it all, yeah, it all just goes away. Uh, that's that's fu fun. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Huh. Okay, um, let's see, I, oh, the last thing we saw, the two of us, unless there was anything else you saw. No. Uh, that 90s show, uh, with, uh, with Topher Grace and everybody from that 90s show, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess a, a description of episode one, right? I was yes, not prepared because uh, I got distracted by this this whole thing. The, the mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> distracted by the mushrooms. Yeah, uh, it's called That 90s Pilot Episode. Right. What an original... Well, I mean, it, it obviously was the pilot for, for the show. Donna and Eric spend the 4th of July at his parents' house in Point Place, where their daughter Leah makes an impression on the other teens in the town. Right, and then she decides yeah. that she's going to stay there. She she was going to go to college? No, she was going to go... No, space camp. Space camp, right. And she decides instead she's going to stay there for the summer. I mm -hmm. guess mostly because she meets the girl next door, which is like mm -hmm. very similar to the original because Eric meets Donna. Donna lives next door, so I'm assuming these two are going to have a relationship eventually also. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I mean, in first oh, episode, yeah. we don't even see any kind of inkling of that, but mm -hmm. uh, just by the nature of the fact that everything has been copied over from the original and been replaced by a younger version, 2023 version of the original show. Like, there's the Fez character, but he's played by a young... A young a, what, uh... Who played the Fez character? Do we just did we decide the Asian kid? The Asian kid, yes. Right, and then there's the Hyde character, and there's the Don uh, Donna character. There's the there's all the original characters, but they're replaced uh, with younger versions of of that same character. But then right. we also had at least what Jackie and uh, Punked, I'll call him because we can never remember his name, and the right. two parents. Oh, and then and then Donna and Eric. So we we had a bunch of the original cast just in this first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I will go ahead. I will say that this felt very nostalgic. Nostalgic, and at the same time, like kind of similar to what uh, Girl Meets World or yeah, uh, the the Fuller House that kind of yep. vibe yep. happening. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. yep. Which I liked Fuller House. I did not like Girl Meets mm -hmm. World. This one, so far, I'm enjoying it. I think the jokes are good. It's kind of rehashing a lot of jokes that, you know, we've seen already, yes. if you've seen the original series. Um, but it was the pilot. So they're going to do that. Uh, and I think it'll hopefully expand a little more after this. I was uh, more than satisfied after this first episode, mm -hmm. I, I, I was thinking this would be very uh, bad, to be honest. I didn't think this would be bad, good at all. Okay. I, I'm 
pleasantly surprised by the quality of of how good it this this was it felt it felt like that 70 show just uh, 20 years later i mean that's more or less what it felt like right and i it was you know some uh, of the other characters are like from the original are going to come back throughout the series cuz we saw like a, at the end of the episode they give you like a coming up on this season right. basically thing so we see a lot like we're going to get a lot of the other characters, uh, which kind of gives you, you know, gives you something to look forward to. I think the main storyline of this is kind of that, uh, she's Donna and Eric's daughter is trying to kind of find her way in the world. And, mm-hmm. uh, she's her and her friends are going to try to like find that, that uh, it, it, you know that's basically what the original was it was like we're high school kids yeah. we don't really know what we're doing with our lives but and we're going to make mistakes and that's fine uh as long as we learn from it like that's the whole point of the show yeah. basically and i think that they, they never they didn't get away from that and that's what helps i feel like a lot of people are later in the season probably we're going to see a lot of like i guess what people would call wokeness I, I and I think me and you have kind of come to the realization that that's just an inevitability of television in 2023. Oh yeah, I I mean the daughter is clearly going to be a lesbian. I mean, hello. and I think even in the end we saw that the Asian kid comes out as gay because he said I'm going to come out to to your grandma. Isn't that what he said? Right. So yes, not I I I I think a lot of people would have a problem with that because they're like, oh, we're mm-hmm. taking away from the original show. And it's like, no, it's just 2023. And that's how television shows are now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm excited to see episode two and follow this uh, show. I'm, I'm, I, I, I think we will probably stick with this. It's if it doesn't get any super worse by episode two, I don't see why. I don't see would, why it would. Yeah. Yeah, we would change. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. No. There's just a lot to look forward to as far as nostalgia as well. So I think we'll yeah. continue with this for sure. All right. Uh, TV Talking news. Talking about nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> Jeopardy draws backlash uh, from uh, over Canadian. Uh, mounted police, uh, what do they call it? Clue. Uh, mm-hmm. indi- indigenous Canadian actress r- and writer, wow, Kawen Ahiri Jacobs, known professionally as Deveri Jacobs, man, that would have been, you should have put that at the beginning because that would have been easier mm-hmm. for me, uh, called out the American game show Jeopardy for spreading misinformation <laughs> Monday. A clue on the game show claimed that the Royal Can- Canadian Mounted Police was created to clean up whiskey traders from the U.S. Nope. However, uh, she called out the show, saying that the RCMP was actually created to control and assert sovereignty over indigenous people of Canada instead of protecting its communities, when in fact both reasons are true. Um, sure, I guess so. Mm-hmm. I would. I think probably more than likely it was slanted towards her side of things. That and then the whiskey trading just happened to also coincide yes. at the time. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. But it was m- more controlling the Indians than than, I, than yeah. whiskey. I feel like in this day and age, it's an easy excuse to be like, "Well, right. that was also it." You, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I think. Sure. But, 
I get. I can understand how people would be upset over this. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's kind. Of, it's definitely going into that territory of like changing history or like, uh, uh, not changing history, but history is written by the 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 ones in power. That that's what it really right. Yeah, puts into perspective. Hey, up- Update, update, Luke. Uh, WWE is uh, still not sold to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, we talked about that last week, but yeah. C- CW owner Nexstar is call is being called out for a partnership with Saudi Saudi backed Live Golf. Uh, is that what you say, or is it L I V Golf? I'm gonna say Live Golf. National Press yeah, called as golf. called out the CW owner next door to explain why they have partnered with the murderers of a journalist by a, uh, allying with Live Golf. Next door announced Thursday that it had inked a multi-year deal agreement, multi-year agreement uh, for the CW to become the broadcaster for them. As part of the deal, CW will air 14 global Live Golf League live events within 2023. So, um. Yeah, and of course, the, the they're citing the Washington Post reporter assassination uh Jamal Khashoggi in 2018, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they're uh, the, they're being called up at the National Press Club. It's interesting. Uh, I want did, did WWE get called? I mean, it got called out by a lot of people, but did they get called out by the Na- National Press Club at the time? I guess maybe they're not considered like a broadcaster. They're they're just a like a, a an entertainment company instead of a broadcaster. I, yeah. I don't know. No, well, at the time oh, yeah. they probably had the WWE Network still, right? And so maybe they were a broadcaster technically. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Audible plug uh, audibletrial dot com forward slash adc. That's audibletrial dot com forward slash adc. If you want a free trial to Audible for 30 days and a free book that's an audio book or some other type of audio type media that you can get your hands on for free, if you cancel any time, keep the free book or whatever it is and uh, you don't get charged any money, but it helps us out. So go do that. Mm-hmm. Do it. Movie round. I've seen the movie this week and yeah, we have talk, uh, talked very much before okay about look all right i saw me meet reagan uh or megan oh okay i was like i don't remember talking about this movie it sounds like something in norwegian (laughs) (laughs) meet reagan okay (laughs) yeah that's because it's spelled that way come on um yeah it's a horror movie about if you have lived under a rock and have not heard about this about uh, this uh, thing, uh, so there's this uh, uh, woman called Gemma that all of a sudden becomes uh, the caretaker of uh, her niece, and she's uh, very unprepared to be a parent, and uh, she also works in a company where they are making prototypes with uh, with uh, AI and things like that uh, for example they are making for example this uh, M- Megan because it's a machine 
three generations something. Uh, and it is also a horror movie. I think my main problem is that there's too little doll in this. Um, I think this probably would have been a better movie if it wasn't PG-13. I can't wait to see the real cut because this is definitely not the real cut. Mm -hmm. I think it. I think it took like half half an hour, forty minutes until we we met Megan, and I think that's kind of like long to wait. I don't think that's surprising to, to me, to be honest. I think Sorry? I don't think that's surprising to me. I think that's pretty standard for a movie like this to build up the tension and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Mm, I think Ronnie Ronnie Ching is that his name? Uh, uh, was the best thing about this? I were I was a little disappointed in in it. I'm thought it probably would have been better. The, saying that, it's not terrible, but I will give it a... Oh, this is hard. It's between 6 and 7, so 6.5. Alright, I saw a movie that came out at the end of last year, Violent Night, uh, with David Harbour well, and yeah. John Leguizamo. <laughs> I really like this movie. Uh, this is about Santa. Is he, he's he's fed up doing the Christmas thing. Santa is like, I am sick of mm -hmm. Christmas. It, I have to do this every year. He's like getting drunk, super drunk on his uh, what do you? I guess his Santa route. Uh, mm -hmm. and he's just fed up with it, right? Uh, and he stops into this house, gets a little too drunk, and falls asleep in what do they call those mas massage chair? I guess. Right, mm -hmm. but it's like a full body massage chair. Uh, it's a super nice, like rich person's house, obviously. Um, and he wakes up to gunfire uh, because these people mm -hmm. are being robbed. They're a rich family uh, who's being robbed by like mercenaries, right? Basically, mm -hmm. and Santa has to fight off these mercenaries. Uh, we we find out at some point that he's, you know. He has fighting ability because he's Santa. So, uh, yeah, I like the origin story they went with for Santa in this. That was kind of interesting. <laughs> I really like that. Um, it's a little, you know, cheesy, silly. Like, it is. It's definitely supposed to be that on purpose, though. I oh, like yeah, yeah. the John Leguizamo character. I like all the, referen the Christmas references. <laughs> Uh, mm. and I think it still stood up as far as, like, a movie goes, watching it at the end of January, uh, and not mm -hmm. around Christmas time, if that makes sense, where, like... But don't you agree it's more or less a violent Home Alone? It, it, the last, like, 15 minutes have some Home Alone stuff in it. Most of yeah, it is yeah, not yeah, yeah. at all like Home Alone, <laughs> but it... No, no. I think they went with that for a tagline, try to entice millennials probably but like really when you watched it there was like one little bit where there was some home alone which that part was cool and funny and interesting um 
but yeah, I didn't think it was as mu- as much as they touted it as like cr- that. I don't think it really was. Um, but the movie itself was really good. Uh, what I'm seeing mm. is there are already plans for a sequel, so that should be exciting yep. for next uh, Christmas. I'm assuming, right? It can't take them that long to make it. Uh, right. So I'll give it a. Uh, I'll give it a eight. I think it deserves an eight. Yeah, I think it deserves an eight. I really had a blast with that movie. Yeah, there's a lot of really just good, funny jokes in there as well. I mean, it's very violent. So if you don't like bloody, bloody stuff, or you don't, or even if yeah. you don't like puke, because there's a bunch of puke even in this, it's it's kind of on the level of kind of a, a bad uh, Santa kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, according to Netflix, we we did watch a movie called Jungle, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't even the the net. It wasn't Netflix necessarily. It was the poster that they made for the movie. Yeah, yes, because it, it's called Young E with like a yes. what do you call it? A underscore Young underscore mm-hmm. E, but the the font that they used made the G. The backside of the G and the underscore look like an L, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, it has nothing to do with jungle. Uh, well, concrete jungle. Well, yeah. There you go. But but uh, it definitely was a sci-fi that uh, I think I liked uh, a lot. Uh, will it tell the audience what it was about? Well, it's about, uh, basically the main character is the one doctor woman. Uh, she's mm-hmm. working on a project in the future where there's like a war between robots and humans, basically. Uh, one, uh, faction of, uh, humans that lived in space at this time went against a second faction of humans that were living on Earth, and so there's like a, be- a war between space humans and Earth humans that use robots against each other. That's what it seemed like, right? And then there's humans fighting yeah. as well. Uh, one of the most famous soldiers from this war, this woman is trying to clone her so that they can have, like, the ultimate super soldier robot, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But we find out that this super soldier who uh, that they're cloning is also her mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the conflicts of interest are pretty obvious once you think about that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it, yeah, it's very action movie, but at the same time, it's got, a, uh, yeah. a deeper meaning as far as like, uh, you know, where we go with AI in the future. It's on the same level of mm-hmm. like discussion of AI and things as like, was it called her or she, her, right? Her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like. Uh, at what point is is the robot sentient? What point? Right. Uh, at what point do you, you do you treat it like like a like a human being instead of treating it like a machine? Is that right? right. And it also has some very interesting things about like uh, because I, I don't want to spoil the movie too much, but. There, there's an aspect of of this where where it seems like the war is over, and what would they do with the AI robot then? And are are some interesting things about that? The ethical in Im- implications of like yes. 
signing away your consciousness to a company mm-hmm. to use as uh, in whatever way they wish to use it, right? Yeah. And and it, there are some very interesting twists and turns in this that I didn't see coming and Luke didn't see coming. Oh, I think when we went and, into it in the first 15 minutes, it feels very... Mm-hmm. Um, just an action move, action sci-fi. Like that's all, and yeah. it felt like it wasn't gonna have. It wasn't all we. I think I even said towards the beginning. I was like, I don't think we're gonna get any deep meaning out of this one. Right. But it, and then we ended up like getting a lot of like really deep discussion about like human oh, yeah. morality and and AI uh, coming together. Uh, yeah. So I think we were surprised by it uh, quality wise. For, just oh, yeah. after the Definitely. first whatever number of minutes, some of the special effects aren't great. They're on the lower yeah. level. Some of the acting's not amazing. Some of the amazing. acting is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> um, I will say this movie has probably one of the worst villains uh, of a long, 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 long time. He's just over the top, stupidly crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's not necessarily the villain. It's the actor who plays the villain and how he, like, portrays it, right? I think that's more it than anything else. But I agree. I mean, you guess you can look past that to to a degree, except for that last fight scene. Makes it very obvious that, like, this is an important (sighs) character to the whole movie, right? So, like, yeah, I get what you're saying there. Uh, I I think I gave it a 4.5. I think the storyline is super strong, the rest of it mm. around, like everything surrounding the storyline, gets weaker and weaker as you go out yeah. of the onion. If that makes sense. Yeah, uh, I liked it a little more than you. I I will give it a five point five. Uh, I will I will definitely say I recommend it. Uh, yeah, if you have the time, it's it's interesting and it's very. Um, some of the special effects. In the town, it's very beautiful to to watch at. It, it, it's very Blade Runner ish in 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 some of the. It, it it let me say it this way: it borrows a lot from from that kind of aesthetic. So, if you look kind of are into like buildings and things like that, there are some very very cool shots, and then they totally poo-poo on their own special effects uh, as well. So, there's also that. Well, like, static special effects are easy to make look good, but the thing that they fail on is, like, the robots, like, the moving stuff. Uh, Yeah. All right, some entertainment news, I guess. Let's... Oh, I guess I can add this in there as well. Uh, Here, I'm going to post this in there, and we'll talk about it after, after and before other stories, but... Alec Baldwin will be charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter in Rush shooting. Alec Baldwin will be charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter uh, with the death of Helena Hutchins. New Mexico prosecutors have been weighing whether to bring criminal charges for months. Uh, Mm -hmm. The decision distorts Helena Hutchins' tragic depths and represents a terrible miscarriage of justice. Mr. Baldwin has no reason uh, to believe there was a live bullet in a gun and anywhere... Or anywhere on the movie set, uh, the actor's attorney said. Um, so they're denying all charges, obviously. Um, 
Rust Armorer Hannah Gutierrez Reed will also be charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter as well. Assistant Director David Halls has agreed to plead guilty to negligent use of a deadly weapon. Uh, the terms mm. include in suspended sentence and six months of probation. Uh, yeah, so a lot of people going down for it, not just Alec Baldwin, but I think Alec Baldwin is the one that everybody's talking about, obviously. But here, I don't understand Hollywood in the next sentence of this. Okay. Because why the fuck is this movie getting completed? Well, they filmed the whole thing, I'm assuming, already. Yeah, but... Oh, no, it, it says little... here the Russ Western movie Russ will continue filming. With actor Al yep. Baldwin in a lead role, the lawyer for the production said Monday, days after prosecutors say they will charge him, uh, Baldwin will continue to play Grandfather Harland Rust while Joe's... Uh, yeah, so he's going to come back while he's on trial and film this movie, I yeah. guess. Doesn't that seem a little... Uh, it doesn't mean they're going to release the film, I suppose, right? Mm. If it uh, like if it goes the wrong way, will they release the film? I I don't know. Uh, it's hard to. I mean, maybe maybe we will toss, talk about the Oscar season in twenty twenty four, and he's nominated for <laughs> best Oscar for for Rust. <laughs> oh, that would be awful. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, considering it's not filmed yet, probably not. But uh. Mm. I, like I said, I don't, like, it feels kind of, um, what's a word for it? It feels uh, like somebody died on, remember when we saw Wipeout and we were like, this show just feels yeah. terrible because we know somebody died on the set of the show? Yeah. Uh, it feels even worse than that because, like, that was an accident. Somebody died on accident. Yeah. And this was, I guess, an accident, but, like, in, like, a much less, like, accidental way. Well, a much more avoidable way. That's what I will say. You know what I mean? Like, where the yeah. wipeout thing, they were doing something physical that could have gotten them, like, hurt, definitely, and then somebody ended up dying. This is, like, uh, was very... Could have very easily been avoided because it's 2022 when they're shooting this, and we have special effects. We don't need to have real guns on the set of Western movies, right? So... Yeah. Talking about weird and awful things, Adult Swim fires Rick and Morty co-creator and star Justin Rowland over domestic violence charges. And here, here's the kicker. The show will go on. That's why I put this here instead of the TV round, because it's so similar yeah. to the Rust story. It's like... How the fuck will this go on without the, the voice of Ninety percent of the fucking The Simpsons went on when uh what's his name died, right? So they just they there's other people oh, yeah. that can do those voices. That's true. Right. Um So yeah, I they're just gonna find people uh, there's so many voice actors out there that are prob that can do those kind of voice that that very same voice and make it sound super similar that that I'm not super mm. worried about, but uh, it definitely not like he was also a writer on the show, and uh, yeah, so that's gonna change everything. I think the the big thing is that like this took a while for them to do, where like oh, it took a long time. Like uh, he was charged with something, 
Um, yeah. And that kind of came out, and everybody was like, okay, uh, he hasn't been found guilty yet, right? But then it, mm-hmm. I think it was, was it last week or two? It must have been last week that I talked about that the text messages came out. Because, yeah, it was mm-hmm. yeah it was when you were, yeah, it was last week. Uh, and it took him like a full week after those text messages were put out to the internet to, to respond to it, which seemed like, uh, I, I understand, like there are protocols to go through, I guess, and things like that, but they didn't even respond to it for a week. And that everybody was right. kind of like, that's the biggest problem with this is like the response to it. Not, ne- not necessarily that, uh, they should have fired him sooner, but that they at least should have responded and said, Hey, we're looking into this and right. we'll, we're going to let you know soon. That kind of thing. So, yeah, but yeah, I mean, have you seen the text messages? It's, it's, he definitely is guilty. Really <laughs> awful. Unless those yes. text messages are fake, which is possible. But, uh, if those text yeah. messages are not fake, then there's, yeah, it's, it's gross. Well, let's talk about the Oscars. We will not go very much in details because guess what? We will uh, do this as a main topic when... uh, We're going to do predictions the week before the Oscars airs. That way... And we're going to go through the whole thing, so we don't really need to do that now. Um, No. And we'll also do the Razzies right at the same time. Yes, but everywhere... uh, Everything, everywhere, all at once, uh, got 11 nominations. All Quiet on the Western Front and Banishes of Inisherin uh, got nine each. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tar and Top Gun Maverick is the best, is among best picture contenders. Uh, I, I guess I need to finally see All Quiet on the Western Front now. Now that I have... I guess so. Uh, it, me and yeah. you were like, when it first came out, we are like, hey, do you want to watch this? And both of us were like, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I've yeah. seen that movie about a hundred times, you know what I mean? Yeah. We know what the movie's going to be. It's not like it's going to be, oh, wow, that's so surprising. They, they die. Yeah. People die in war. Guess yeah. what? Like, war's bad. And then this movie is probably going to glorify it. That's what it is, right? But I, I, mean, I have to say, I am extremely surprised and incredibly ha- happy to see Triangle of Sadness in the Best Picture uh, uh, bracket. It, it will not win, but I'm, I'm very happy to see it there because it's definitely one of my favorite movies of last year. Uh... I think that's uh, people are very surprised that that ended up there. Uh, I mean, uh, is there any surprises for you at anything? I mean, we all know what will. I mean, like like we said, we're gonna go through this uh, when we get closer to it. So nothing surprising right now. But something interesting: uh, this year's Oscars will take place March twelfth, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel who producers mm-hmm. are hoping can help get baiting, ratings back on track after a disastrous number of years. Last year, the show was held by three main presenters. Uh, uh, while, while since 2019, there hasn't been a single host, because obviously there's been a lot of controversy with that. And so this is the first year since then that there'll only be one host of the Oscars. 
just slap each other. That, that will create ratings. Right, it says here, last year's ceremony saw the number of in the ratings <laughs> leap by 58%, uh, the, largely uh, due to Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I that's Chris something Rock interesting coming out. Yeah. to look forward to, is like, will the ratings go up uh, just because people are, oh, is something crazy going to happen? I don't know. I saw Chris Rock is coming out with a special on Netflix around the corner. That will touch upon this. Great. I don't. Are, I never have liked Chris Rock's stand-up. His stand-up no. wasn't good when he back in the day, and I, I, I don't think it's probably improved. He's a fine actor. He's, his stand-up is yeah. not is oh, not yeah. funny. No. <laughs> yeah, he's just not funny. Uh, anyway, uh, let's. Uh, I think it's kind of uh, funny that we we're talking about like not having uh, children and things like that. Mm-hmm. And we will talk about <laughs> a trailer audio for The Sun. I so want to see this movie, look because I've seen this trailer before and it looked fucking depressing. I think mm-hmm. Sony Pictures Classic is a funny thing to say, because it's like, you're just assuming it's going to be a classic. It hasn't even come out yet. How are you? Yeah, and it's also a sequel to The Father, and The Father was fucking depressive. Can I live with you? You said you don't feel very close to people your age. Your other son, he needs you as well. Is this a longer version of the first episode of The Accused, Luke? It kind of looks like it, so far. <laughs> but it actually looks like a bunch of different things I've seen, like, as far as, like, yeah. TV shows and movies that look just, like, if I was to make a trailer of a bunch of different TV shows, I could... Yeah. I feel like a complete failure. I like Laura Dern. I mean, I would say that. the acting looks good. Yes. But like you said, it looks depressing. It looks depressing like F I U C K. I have the right to reinvent my life! Yeah, I have a feeling that <laughs> this could be a long version of the episode accused. Oh, son. You came to tell me what a good dad you are? What do you want? Applause? And also, I find it a little stupid that it, since it's sequel to The Father, that they have gotten Anthony Hopkins in this movie. Yeah, it's just a weird. It, it definitely felt like uh, it's trying too hard. That's what I would say about that yeah. trailer. It felt very Oscar baity. I guess it's never gonna be nominated for anything. I don't think, but. No, no, but it it sure felt very Oscar bitted. Uh, okay. So, so when I say what is this Oscar nominated movie all about? The son Peter has a busy life with new partner Beth and their baby. This is a oh, this is thrown in disarray when his ex wife Kate turns up with their teenage son Nicholas. Uh, yeah, yeah. it's it reminds me of another TV show we saw recently, the one where. The kid shows up. We saw it last week. The kid shows up that they that went missing. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, sorry, this has 6.1 out of yeah. 10 on IMB, 27% on Rotten Tomatoes, not great there, 47% of Metacritic, 79% of Google users liked it, so scores all over the place. Mm. Well, Georgia S. sums everything I feel about the trailer up. It says, this is from Rotten Tomatoes, by the way, sad, sad, sad. Acting was great, but uh, if you're having wintertime blues, having teenagers you worry about, feel sad about mistakes that you made impact others' life, better maybe to step away from this movie. <laughs> she gave it one star, and that's kind of how I, how I feel about it. That's exactly how I feel about it. Okay, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, from... Yavlinsky25 on IMDb. Amazing film, must-see for all couples. Saw it yesterday at the Zurich Film Festival. Shook, it shook me to my foundation. It was like looking into the mirror for two hours. Uh, I felt like somebody recorded conversations with my children and spouses. Uh, it is said word to word. The successful father, a curse for his own children, or it can be. I don't, they're just going deeply into like the meaning of this film, I guess. But uh, I mean, I guess if there's some people that are connecting with it on like a personal level, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh. Hmm. I got an, a bad one. Worst acting and worst script from Bem Picked Seventeen. I'm embarrassed that these wonderful actors. Uh, I'm embarrassed for these wonderful actors. I never realized how important a script is to making a good film. Good writing inspires good acting. Without the actors are stuck with uh, with just words. The film has some terrific acting, <laughs> who, actors who can only do so much with a bad script. Wow, is that what a movie is about? I think that is perfectly, <laughs> I, was, is encapsulated when I said like the onion, you know, the script is like the center of the onion and everything <laughs> builds out from there. Oh, uh, that reminds me of how sad I was yes, last week when we, we talked about the cooking show uh, <laughs> on Netflix. And we didn't say the best line of the cooking show where where one of the cooks says they will be surprised to know I have a cook. What? Uh, I couldn't understand what you said. They will be surprised to learn that I am a good cook. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, uh, everybody here is a chef. Like everybody in the. Well, I don't remember even what cooking show it was, but yeah, somebody did say that. That's a random thing to remember right now, but sure. It, it, because because of the like very like oh a movie is is is, is scenes together. <laughs> <laughs> it's manuscript, right. yes. Yeah. Also coming out is missing. Uh, when her mother disappears while on vacation in Colombia with her new boyfriend, June's search for answers is hindered by international red tape. Stuck thousands of miles away in Los Angeles, June creatively uses all the latest technology at her fingertips to try to find her before it's too late. However, uh, as she digs deeper, her digital sleuthing soon raises more questions than answers. 
This has 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, 3 out of 5 uh, from Movie Insider, and 91% of Google users look uh, love this movie. I saw the trailer for this and it really, really looks good. Alright, another thing coming out. Alice Darling pushed to her breaking point by Simon, her psychological abusive boyfriend. Alice discovers the essence of herself and gains some much-needed perspective while on vacation with two close girlfriends. However, Simon's vengeance is inevitable as it is shattering, and once un unleashed, it tests her strength, courage, and the bonds of her deep-rooted friendships. 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 63% on Metacritic, 76% of Google users liked it? Um, hmm. this movie made no money at all. It's got Anna Kendrick in it, though. Cool. Uh, Heretic is a thriller directed by Aiden Blake, and it says after their home is destroyed by invaders, a peasant family escapes into the woods in a desperate attempt to survive the attack. It has absolutely no reviews. Okay, when you finish saving the world, uh, a mother and her TGH son can't seem to connect, yet they try to find that bond in other people. She latches onto a young boy she meets at her woman's shelter while her son falls in love with an extremely political student at his school. Uh, 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 64% of Rotten Tomatoes, 60% on Metacritic, and 95% of Google users liked it. Pr pretty close scores all the way across there. It's got uh, Finn Wolfhard, the kid from uh, Stranger Things, and Julianne Moore. Holy moly, I want to see the next movie, but okay. I will, I'll, I'll tell you why very soon. Alone at night, after a bad breakup, a young woman retreats to a remote cabin and continues modeling for adults only, live streaming websites. However, she soon she discovers that she's not alone as a mask tiller begins to uh, terrorize her. This has a 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb, mm -hmm. but listen, listen to this cast. Okay. Okay, Pamela Anderson as a Sheriff Rogers. A Sheriff, okay. Yep, mm -hmm. that makes sense, yep. Uh, Paris Hilton. All right, all is right. In this movie. Yeah, makes, yep. Uh -huh. Yeah, Sky Ferreira is in this movie. Uh, G. Easy is in this movie. My favorite. I don't know who yes, that is. Ashley Benz. Benson is in this movie. Uh, Lindsay Pellas. Uh, a lot of porn stars. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, cool. Yeah. In from the side. Following a drunken encounter, two equally attached men from a cash-strapped and divided gay rugby club unwittingly sleepwalk oh. into an adulterous affair, but must conceal their growing feelings or risk destroying the club they love. 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, 42% on Metacritic, 93% of Google users liked it. Um, mm -hmm. It's about rugby? This can't be American. There's no way, it, right? No, no, it can't be. Yeah. No. Uh, uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's like a, an American movie about no, it's UK. Nordic skiing. It's UK. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what movie do you want to watch the most? Um, jeez. Which one looked the best? I guess the uh, Missing movie, probably, right? Yeah, and I I want to see Alone at Night, just to see Pamela Anderson as a sheriff. I feel like she's been a sheriff in another movie before, I swear. I just, I've seen that before in my brain. it, It wasn't in Barbed Wire. (laughs) <laughs> do you remember that amazing movie Luke? oh i can't forget it i mean it came out when i was like 14 so uh yeah um mm-hmm. coming next week news of the week tv and movies of the week eurovision which we'll do maybe three songs next week i guess right uh at least one yeah well it just depends on what's out i guess another digital review yeah. of fear uh just that's it. Just the name Fear. Uh, that sounds like a horror movie. I would guess it's a horror movie. I don't know what else it would yeah. be. <coughs> Can we talk two seconds about Barb Barb Wire? <laughs> Just so, what do you want to so, talk? What do you want to talk about? No, 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 no. So you were fourteen <laughs> when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember the poster for Barb Wire? Uh. Not really, I don't think. I mean... It was Pamela Anderson on a motorbike. That was... <laughs> I remember... I, I just remember as a 14-year-old renting it because everybody in school was like, you have to watch Barbed Wire because Pamela Anderson is naked in it. Like, it was a, it was an age before internet, you know what I mean? Where, like, I was a 14-year-old kid, and when I went to school, that's what everybody was talking about. Like, you have to get this movie, you know what I mean? To be fair, to be fair, there were more naked scenes in Baywatch than it was in all of Bar Wire. I think there was just, like, the one opening, like, shower scene. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And, like, I... But yeah, that was it like you like I said, this was pre-internet, you know? So you got to remember that like we were dealing with what we could get our hands on. And the other thing is like it was Pamela Anderson who was like the it girl at the time also. So like I, I so wish you, you 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 would finish that sentence get your hands on because that could be double a tundra. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Talking about killing millions and billions of of ba- of babies, I'm sure. Pa- pa- <laughs> Whenever you say that, it just reminds me of that uh, Monty Python sketch with the the guy, and he's like, "Well, we got too yeah. many of you kids. <laughs> we got to give you away." Every sperm <laughs> is sacred. Right. Every sperm is good. If a sperm is wasted. God gets quite irate. Yeah. Uh, about Catholics. Do you think Catholic? There's probably a lot of Catholics that like Panic at the Disco. I'm not a huge fan. Hey, guess what? I I found I found out that Panic at the uh, Disco announced sw- uh, uh, split, and I was like. Panic at the Disco. 
panic at the disco? Do I know any panic at the disco songs at all? No, I couldn't name a song, but I know I, I remember the. Er- I heard a name. I remember living through the era when they were popular. That's what I could say about You're panic right. at the yeah, disco, and that's yeah, about yeah, all yeah. I could say about them. Uh, I, I'm like they are splitting up, and I, I, I. Could if I uh, if I had a gun through my head <laughs> and be <laughs> and being forced, I could not uh, well, say a single song. Uh, uh, I was I was wondering because you put it on the new in the news, and I was like, well, he must be a fan, and so that's that's no, kind of funny. You're, you're like, absolutely not. It's like I could have just assumed they had broken up like ten years ago. For all I, I, I knew. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, okay, yes. Uh. uh and that was kind of why I put it in in, in okay. the news segment yeah. because I was like, "Panic at the Disco" is 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 is. I mean, it's a very cool band band name. Sure, I will say that it they are being very good at picking band names. I mean, I know there's but, a lot of people that really like them and like grew up with their music and yeah. Sure. That's about it. That's all I know about them. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Kanye news. Uh, Kanye West may not be suitable for an Australian visa because of his history of anti-Semitic remarks. At the government, a government minister said on Wednesday, uh, as pressures mounted to deny the award-winning rapper entry into Australia, the minister for education condemned the anti-Semitic comments involving Hitler and the Holocaust. Uh, people like that who've applied for visas to get into Australia in the past have been rejected, uh, she said in a Channel 9 interview. I expect that if he does apply, he would have to go through the same process and answer the same questions they all did. So. Yeah. Uh, why is he trying to get into Australia is the question. Uh... To get out of America, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about That's, why he's trying to here at all, so... Oh. Hmm. That's true. Uh, can I can I just rant two seconds about the trending page on YouTube? Like, usually on the trending page on YouTube, it's, it's like, for many, many years, it has been actually, like, things that I have been, like, at least semi-interested at. Now, it's only shorts. Like... Uh... Is that how it is? I mean, it depends on where you're... I think on mobile, it's a lot more than if you're on desktop. If that makes... On desktop... Well, on desktop uh, trending, it's short, 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 like... like, There's so... Is that how it is for you? Because when I go into it, I have videos like my normal recommended and then there's a section that is just shorts like it's called shorts and then when i go under oh, that section under, under trending oh under, under trending. trending no okay i i, yes. I, I didn't hear that part no uh no, no i never go to trending actually so let me go look at it because uh there's one video with the sidemen then there's one two three and then there's a Miley Cyrus uh, video. Then it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen shorts. Hmm. 
See, I don't... Mine has, like, a trending shorts thing, and then it has all the rest of the uh, trending ah. ones. Like, it goes... They don't have that in Norway. It has, like, That's two things that are... Two videos, and then... Uh, oh, it has this sponsored thing at the top. It has two videos, then it has trending shorts, and then it has more videos underneath trending shorts. Like, it's separated uh -huh. out, at least in the trending thing that I'm looking at. Yeah. Huh. Um, I mean, it, it, that's so in different. trending now. Is that what you're under? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, yeah I don't know. That is weird. Hmm. Let me see if I, I... Maybe... Are you on mobile or are you on desktop while you're doing it right now? No, I'm de on the desktop. Yeah, oh, yeah, me too. Okay. Just make sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am seeing... The reason Kanye is visiting Australia is he wants to meet the family of his new girlfriend slash fiance. I kind of heard that they were getting married. I don't know. Oh, the girl that we only have seen the sunglasses of? Yeah, exactly. Oh. There's pictures out there of her now. You've seen? Have you seen pictures of her? She looks just like Kim. No. She looks exactly like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I, I I'm not very surprised by that. Here I'll I'll find a picture and I'll send it to you. Uh, okay. Any other YouTube news? I mean, there's got to be. I I know there was the Crowder Shapiro thing you can talk about. Yeah, I mean, holy mo moly! Uh, it seems like uh, Steven Crowder uh, and have been fighting with Blaze Media uh, because. They have been a part of Blaze Media for many, many, many years now. And uh, they were like in contract with each other. And he, he more or less said, no, I don't want to do that. And then uh, Shapiro wanted him to come to his network uh, of uh, crazy people and said, hey, we will give you 50 million and... Uh, uh, for a three-year contract? It was it? something like that, yeah. It, it was a yeah. $50 million con, which wouldn't have come out except Crowder announced it on his show, right? Or he did a video right. like, calling. And he, and then he didn't say anything about, like, that company. What is it? The Daily... What is it? Not the Daily Caller. Whatever Ben Shapiro's company. He didn't call... Crowder didn't Daily call them Wire? out. Daily Wire? Daily Wire. There you go. Yeah. He didn't call that out. He was like, some company offered me this. And so then, and then right. Shapiro comes back, and that's when we know it was them. And like, right. it's a big, uh, the right wing is all fighting each other, which is actually pretty great. It's just great. It, oh, yeah. It's just I, fun I, to watch. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. I mean, it's like a, a dummy, dummies fighting each other. It's just, uh, what are they, they're fighting over being like, Fifty million dollars. It's so stupid, mm -hmm. right? And then people are starting to look into like, where are they getting fifty million dollars to give Steven Crowder? When you think about like, right? They're not exactly uh, NBC or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I guess they make a lot of money. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I posted a picture in the pod links, uh, and I'll talk. Oh, yeah. I'll talk about. Let's see. Uh, Oh, Creator Clash 2 stuff? Uh, did you see oh, that? Oh, holy moly. Jesus Christ untold. What? Oh, the picture. Yeah. Yeah, she looks exactly 
Like Kim Kardashian. Maybe it's the... I mean, this picture definitely... You know, the... the yes. uh, The way she's dressed and the hairstyle and the glasses and everything yes. add to it. But she definitely... I mean, he definitely has a type. We can say that. Yes. Um, Sorry. What was I... Oh, Creator Clash 2 got announced. Yes. I'm so extremely you, excited. You know the, the one person I'm most excited about? Froggy Fresh is going to fight yeah. in this turn. <laughs> like, I haven't seen that ki kid for years. I didn't even know he was still on YouTube. I, I'm i very happy to see that. Uh, for me, it's Alana Pierce, because Alana Pierce is a woman I have followed for so many years. I think the I Did a Thing fight looked super interesting. Uh, yeah. And then a bunch of the returning matches... Uh, looked interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for it. Uh, I probably will watch it the same way I watched it last year. It's just kind of like as they yeah. get uploaded and stuff like that. But maybe I'll get it. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe me and you mm. can watch it together depending on when it's on. I don't remember how it was scheduled last year. but Well, do you know what uh, this weekend is? What's this weekend? Royal Rumble is this weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. We could watch that if you want. I, I, I might be busy. I, doubt I might not be. I will. <laughs> I doubt I want to. I have other things. I, I think I want to sleep. Right, I'd rather sleep. I think that, I mean, yeah. Wrestle, There's if there was one I'd want to watch, it would be WrestleMania, and then maybe Royal Rumble if I wanted to watch it, but uh, I don't yeah. know. I'm not. I'm not super into it. I'm saving my. Uh, I'm going to stay up super late for for the Super Bowl, because that's always a, a thing we. we oh we, right, we yeah. You, you have to stay up super late for that one. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I sent you the the thing about Kai the Hitchhiker documentary. Yes. And how TikTok is like super on his side and saying that the on documentary side, is yeah, yeah. super biased, which at the time when I covered it, I was like, it seems like these people are like not giving him a fair shake as like he's a homeless guy and defending himself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they seem to be like, it, it seemed a little skewed and now people are, you know, it seems like TikTok is the new defenders of the internet. They're like. Mm -hmm. We're gonna find does, you, and yeah. we're gonna get you if you did something wrong. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, I know uh, what movie I'm going to force uh, Luke to see this weekend because it's uh, the new Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy movie. So. Oh, I saw the commercial for that. You don't have to. That looks yeah. funny. I don't. I don't need to be forced to watch that. <laughs> that looks pretty. Oh, good. it looks. It yeah. It also has Lauren London in it. So. It sure will be a movie. Okay, I'm gonna go make some hot sauce today. That's what I'm doing today. Mango, mango hot sauce. Well, I, this is going to be surprising for the listeners, but uh, not for Luke because he has heard me yawning all through this podcast. I'm going to bed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, I mean, I'm tired. You were definitely tired on Monday when we got together to watch a show. You were, like, super out of it. I I came home on Monday. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's just been a lot to do yeah. the last days. Yeah. 
and they say, like, uh, if you don't sleep eight hours, like, over time, that, like, builds up, and you, you like, you have sleep, uh, what do they call it? Uh, lack, yeah, and it, lack of sleep buildup, yeah. And it doesn't help with the toothache that has kept me awake. Oh, that is super last, annoying. Last night, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I, I, in general, I don't recommend toothaches. Yeah, try to avoid those. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's today's, like, little... Tit, yeah. Tit, tit, floss. Tit, yeah, yeah, floss, everybody. Floss, floss. Goodbye, okay, everybody. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.